Sing it. So this past Sunday was the start of our year, and I decided to preach about trusting, because as we begin this new year, I was just feeling like there are so many directions that life can go and so many things that this journey can really take you on. And so you have to learn to trust in God because God will ultimately lead you down the path that is for you. I recently came back from South Africa and you'll find out more about that through the sermon. And in those times in Africa, I had time to just spend with God and trusted God for a lot of things and a lot of moments that occurred. And if nothing else, I think I returned with a sense of peace, understanding that God has me and God knows exactly what I need. So I will trust you, Lord. I will. Would you turn with me to Proverbs chapter 3? Proverbs chapter 3, verses 1 through 6. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 1 through 6. And it reads, My son, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commands in your heart, for they will prolong your life many years and bring you prosperity. Let love and faithfulness Never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him. And he will make your paths straight. For a sermon today, I would like to talk about if you will only trust. If you will only trust. The scripture tells us, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. For the past weeks, I have been away from California, away from the noise and the busyness and had time away to spend with family and friends and new friends. As I am able to reflect on these past six months, I realize it has definitely been a roller coaster ride. 
I've had some good days and I've had some bad. I've had some moments where I saw, I felt, I heard God so clearly in times when I wondered, is God truly still around? In the midst of the calamity and the busyness, I have learned one sure thing. All things do work together for good. But in order to believe that, it requires something out of me, something out of you, something out of us. And it requires us to trust. The scripture tells us, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. It's the math equation. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, plus lean not on your own understanding, plus in all your ways acknowledge him, and that will equal that he will make your path straight. Trust in the Lord is the first command that we receive in this scripture. Trust. To trust means to have a firm belief in the reliability, truth, ability, or strength of someone or something. Trust. Trusting is not always easy to do. I have learned that when one must depend on something, that often comes with a price. It's easier to trust objects than it is to trust people. Simply, we walked in today and we trusted that the pew that you are currently sitting on will hold you up without thinking about it, right? We trust that the traffic lights will signal us when we can cross, when we can drive, when we can walk. We trust that our checks will be in our accounts on time, right? But what happens when we can't trust people? What happens when people get in the way of our ability to trust? I think about the 800,000 people who have been affected by the federal shutdown, who received checks in the mail that read zero dollars and zero cents. Mercy, mercy. I believe someone trusted that over the holiday their check would arrive on time. I believe someone trusted that this was just another government shutdown. I mean, it happens every year. Mm. I believe someone trusted that when they got to their destination, wherever that may be in the world, that they would have their check to at least help them get back home. But for most, this promise was not fulfilled. Thus, trust was broken. Sometimes our willingness to trust depends on our trust in a person or an entity, which makes it hard to trust. But I am glad that Donald Trump or the government is not my Lord. I am glad that even when men or women have failed me, that God has never done it. I have have been commanded in this scripture to trust the Lord with all my heart and lean not on my own understanding. Because my understanding says, well, if they don't pay, I'm not going to work. (laughs) My understanding in this world says that the world will always be like this, and so why should we try to fix things? My understanding is that our world is so corrupt that things will never get better. That is my understanding. But that mindset is not one that I should lean upon. I will fall if I lean upon thoughts like that. So instead... I choose to trust. No, it's not easy. Sometimes the pains that we experience in life makes God seem so far away, but our belief is rooted in trust. 
We trust that all things will work together. We trust that the sun will shine if we just hold out a little while longer. We trust that it won't always look like this. We trust that prayer changes things. We trust in a God, so we don't need to lean on our own thoughts. Because when we try to figure it out on our own, we create many new paths, which can lead to confusion, and we can find ourselves in the midst of winding roads, calling on a savior to help, all the while God didn't even have that plan for you. Mm. All God asked you to do was to trust with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Trust God becomes the first key to achieving this place of peace. Trusting that even when it doesn't look complete, that God is revealing those pieces that are needed to make it complete. The scripture then tells us in all thy ways acknowledge him. I have a question for you. When was the last time you acknowledged God for something? Mm. Did you thank God for the gas in your tank that brought you to church today? Did you thank God for the breath that you are currently breathing? Did you acknowledge that if it had not been for the Lord who was on your side, that we don't know where we would be? Have you acknowledged God today? Acknowledgement is a form of gratitude. And we can honestly say that we have a lot to be grateful for. I think about those families who went without this holiday season in any form. I think about our prison populations who can't celebrate with their friends and their family. I think about our refugees who are still displaced around from family and friends during this holiday season. I think about the millions of abandoned children who are out there just searching for a place to call home. And here you are in the house of God where not many people desire to even come to, but that is something to be grateful for. Or the fact that we are now in 2019, that you have survived yet another year. You can say you made it to the next year, which most people can't even say. That is something to be grateful for. Or the fact that you are able To freely worship God, a God who saved you, a God who helped you, a God who changed you, a God who rearranged you, a God who shaped you, who made you, who molded you, who developed you into who you are today. It was no one but the Lord. It was the Lord who created this path towards your career. It was the Lord that kept the lights on when you know you didn't have enough to take care of it. It was the Lord that provided a meal when you were hungry and didn't even have enough. Let's not forget where we've been. Everything has not always looked the way it does now. So we acknowledge that God did it. Thank you, Lord, for my home. Thank you, Lord, for my career. Thank you, Lord, for my relationships. Thank you, Lord, for new opportunities. Thank you, Lord, for financial stability. Thank you, Lord, for shifting the narrative in our lives. Thank you, Lord, for First AME Zion Church San Jose. Thank you, Lord, for the resilience of your people. Thank you, Lord, that you have not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and a sound mind. Thank you, Lord, that even when I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not fear for you are with me. Thank you, Lord, for all you've done for me. 
And there may be more testimonies in this place. More reason stirring up inside of you to acknowledge. So do that. Acknowledge God. Because I truly don't know where I would be if it had not been for God on my side. It tells us in all your ways, acknowledge him. And the promise is in the end that he will, that God will direct our paths. One thing that I have mastered through this whole traveling holiday experience has been, has been allowing God to direct my path. On Thursday evening, I left South Africa and began journeying back here towards California, of which I just arrived yesterday afternoon. <laughs> In that time, I spent 11 hours from South Africa to Amsterdam, had a three-hour layover, then six hours to New York City, where I then switched airports and boarded a super late flight to DC, mm. where I then rested for two hours with friends and then journeyed to the West Coast for five hours and then had a five hour layover in Vegas to then take a one hour flight to get to Oakland. I cannot make this up. God was directing my path. And typically when I travel, I try my best to practice patience. This holiday season, it's easy to get an attitude. It's easy to get frustrated and fight and argue and be stressed out. But even in my delays, I trusted the path. I knew that in the end, my path would lead me towards that destination. And that is where trust comes back into play. Amen. In order for your path to be directed, you need to trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. You need to acknowledge God in all God's ways. Then God will. God will. God will do what God said God will do. Amen. And we have proof in the stories with our biblical texts. God kept God's promises down through lineages and we are still a part of that promise today. This promise to direct your paths are what led you here today. For those who are in relationships, it took a path for you to meet the one that God has for you. Amen. You had to endure some bad dates, some terrible people, and even good ones who just weren't it. But now you are here. That was God directing your path. God is the director, and we are simply the actors. God desires to take us from scene to scene to scene, yelling action every step of the way. But as any film, it may take a couple takes. And God gives us chances to do it again and to do it right, ultimately leading to a final great presentation. That is the path God is directing us on today. So we have to trust even when we don't know which way to go. We need to start saying... I trust you, Lord. When things seem to be in shambles and you can't figure out what to do, start saying, I trust you, Lord. When you have a dilemma and you can't make a sure decision, start saying, I trust you, Lord. Because in that trust, you are surrendering your will to God's will. So when we sing it, it, it makes sense. I surrender all. I surrender all, all to Thee, my blessed Savior, I surrender all. 
and then you can change the lyrics a bit and say, I will trust you, Lord. I will trust you, Lord. All to thee, my blessed Savior, I will trust you, Lord. So that becomes the mantra for the year. For me, it's I will trust you, Lord. I trust you, Lord. Because after I look back over my life and I think of the many times that I just didn't know how I made it to through, that I only knew that I had to trust that God was going to bring me and see me through. And every single time God did that. So why stop now? Why stop believing in that same God, that same possibility of dreams being done and goals being achieved and all of that? I have to trust. And I trust you, Lord. Thank you for tuning in. And next week, we'll have more reflections with Pastor Stewart.